This is Make a Difference Monday, where we encourage you to make a difference in yourself and others and in the world around you. Today, Steve and I uh, get to just spend some time together with you, and we want to take a minute to say how thankful we are. Uh, So this month on Make a Difference Monday podcast, we're talking about thankfulness, and we have so many things that we're thankful for. I want to take a minute and say a huge thank you to our donors and supporters for the Pearl House. We truly could not do this work without you. And you are just as much part of the story as we are. So I want to say a huge thank you to all of those involved, all of those that give of their time, their resources. And we're so, so thankful. And I'm thankful too for our staff. Every year we kind of reconvene and, and get together. And it, I'm just thankful for the people we have here. Obviously we have Kathy and Lexi and Clara here. And in addition to Courtney, but also in Ghana, we have Courtney Garland staff, which is amazing. I don't, how many do we have now? Like 60, 40, mm-hmm. like 59 is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> There's so many, so I can't name them all, but so thankful for the staff. She's compiled there. We have teachers, we have administrators, we have house, obviously house moms and, and social workers and security guards and drivers and so many that go into making the whole machine run. And it's pretty impressive. So also always thankful for them and want to encourage them as well. And also for prayer partners, those are people that don't get mentioned much and they probably because they don't want to be mentioned, but we're so thankful for those of you who pray for the pearls every day and pray for the pearl house and our vision and just for the protection of it. And those prayers are heard and answered and we feel those. And so we're, we're actually really, really thankful for those of you who do actually pray for us because we know there are several of you to do. And also I'm so thankful because this year we get to have the Pearl House Gala in person. And so it's going to be a hybrid event. It's actually tomorrow And so it's here in Tulsa at Southern Hills Country Club, but you also can join us virtually if you can't make the drive to Tulsa. Or wear shoes. Yes. Um, And so you can still register today. Go to thepearlhousegala.org and you can still buy tickets and tables and and you also can register to join us virtually. Auction items are on there as well, but it's going to be a really fun night. Are you excited about tomorrow night? I am. And you can also call it a gala if you're fancy. Yes. Yes. So either way, whatever you call it, we hope to see you there tomorrow night. We have so many things to be thankful for, and we're so thankful for you. So join us because Steve and I, are you ready to to dive into our conversation together on this Make a Difference Monday podcast? Let's dive. All right. You ready to get started? Couldn't be more. All right. Let's do this. Okay. So Steve, can you believe that you and I get to do a podcast here together today? I just kind of wandered in the office. I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate your flexibility and your time of stopping by. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we're talking about this month is thankfulness. And we've had some amazing guests on our podcast this month. And so we besides thought, me, you mean? Yes. Besides yeah. you, oh, right, even right. though we are very thankful for you, but besides you. And we also just we want to take this time as kind of finishing up the month, talking about thankfulness We have a big day tomorrow with the Mm -hmm. gala. Um, But, you know, we share how thankful we are for our donors, our supporters, our staff, our prayer partners, so many things to be thankful for. And so I thought you and I could just take a minute and maybe, um, I don't know, you want to talk about? Talk about like our um, uh, uh, 
just our favorite things. Oh, kind of like Oprah does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh, nothing's under my seat, but we can keep going. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about that. So what do you want to talk about first? I don't know. What's your favorite? It's, I mean, we're we're now officially in the holiday season, right? Mm-hmm. I know. I know we've had our Christmas lights on probably for a week or so and trees. A lot of people have their trees up and um, Hobby Lobby's had their stuff out since June. But we're now kind of officially in the holiday season. So let's talk about some of our Christmas favorites. Okay. That what's, your, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, well, my favorite Christmas song that has to do with Jesus is Noel. Are there categories? Are we breaking these into? Well, I feel like I should specify because my Mm. other one is Santa Baby. That figures. Or Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You when she hits that high note. Mm. (gasps) Tell me those that listening, did you not try to hit that high note as a teenager? Oh, yes. I mean, and if you're over 50, you're thinking, is it live or is it Memorex? What is your favorite? I know what your your oh, least man. favorite Christmas song oh, is. Oh gosh, I have several. I can't stand. Um, well, I know one, and our mm-hmm. girls sing it on purpose yeah. in front of you. The simply mm. having wonderful. Mm. Everyone join in from home. So bad. You know what else I don't like? What? Feliz Navidad. Oh, me crazy. And that um, song, uh, Christmas rapping. <laughs> oh my bad. goodness. And I could probably do without most of the numbers from the chipmunks. Oh, okay. I can, I can agree with that. Okay. What are your favorites? Oh man. I wasn't even, I didn't even think I should have thought about this. Mm-hmm. I know we're acting like we're making this up as we go, but we kind of prepared this and I still didn't think of a Christmas favorite song. <laughs> I, you know, I like, um, after I think of this more, I'll probably come up with more. I like winter wonderland and I like Christmas waltz. Um, those are a couple of favorites. I, I think like you those. like the Christmas waltz. I like it. You know, we Frosted just, window. But do you want me to sing it? Um, okay, maybe not. You know, we just learned how to waltz. We did. What a great segue. It is. We We're, did. We took a waltzing lesson. We'd show you, but this is an audio podcast. Yeah. So maybe we'll waltz to that song. I did not know you liked that song. I like that song. Nice. I, can you waltz to it? Is it actually a waltzable song? I guess it would be. Yeah, it's called. I don't know what yeah. to listen to it. Okay, so tell me, maybe what is one of your favorite Christmas Jesus trips? Christmas songs? You broke into two categories. I was gonna. Yes. Okay. So oh, okay. Me. I don't know. Uh, Silent Night. That's a good. Can't one. go wrong with that one. Okay, tell us maybe one of your favorite Christmas traditions. Christmas traditions, man. I there's so many things I like to do at Christmas time. I think my favorite one just, and this is kind of continued now, sort of, but I'll just for my whole life is just, I've always enjoyed Christmas Eve. I think it's not so much what you do on Christmas Eve, as much as it is just the anticipation Christmas is here and you have the whole next day in front of you and Christmas Eve, usually get together with family, maybe go to the Christmas Eve service, that kind of thing. So I've always enjoyed Christmas Eve. Just, nice. Just the just the day itself. Yes. Okay. So I think mine, mine's probably Christmas morning because everything is finished, the rush of everything. And it's like, you just sit there in that moment and your family, everyone is in a great mood. Most of the time matching um, matching pajamas, you got your coffee. I mean, mm. I think just Christmas morning, but you know, also with my family growing up, one of the tr- traditions we would do Everyone uh, received a Christmas ornament that had to do with something, an event that happened that year. 
And so like one year, my brother dressed as the Tin Man at Halloween. And so he got a Tin Man ornament. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Or like I took piano lessons. I started piano lessons. I got like a, an ornament that had a piano on it. Um, and so what's neat is going back home, my parents put that tree up every year and it's, it, it's a tree that tells a story. And so now with our girls, they see it and you get to go through the whole story of the tree and what each thing represents. And that's one of my favorite. I gotta say, that's my favorite. I loved it. It's a good tradition. Story time about that. So one thing that you don't know about that is that, so the, the ornaments that are the tin man and the piano and the dog you bought and, and whatever vacation you went on, you know, your Branson ornament or whatever. They're not, um, what's the word, what would be, they're not color coordinated or matchy. And Mm -mm. so it ends up being what you call your traditions tree. So you have the, what I'm getting at is you have to buy a second Christmas tree over time because you have your pretty tree. And then you have, I don't want to say your ugly tree, but your mismatched vacation memories tree, Mm -hmm. which also can include the things your children made at say church or school that they're very proud of. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Those are very good. Those are good thoughts. Very, you know, wise words of wisdom right there. Well, you know, You have to go buy the second tree. That's the point. (laughs) You really do. Okay. So let's maybe, maybe share. Do you want to talk about our feelings? Hmm. I thought we were talking about favorites. (laughs) Okay. Let's just keep it with favorites. uh, All right. So we'll stick on that note. But I'm feeling thankful. I'm still feeling very thankful. You know, um, one of the things I think would be really great to share with those listening is because we are going to not to burst, like not to, uh, share news early, but starting in 2022, our Pearl House podcast is going to look a little different mm-hmm. and very exciting things ahead. Um, but one of the things I would love for us to maybe talk about are our Pearl House favorite moments. Um, and then, and I'm just going to leave that little carrot dangling there um, because uh, it's kind of a good segue of maybe what 2022 is going to hold with Pearl House stories and favorites, but do you have a favorite Pearl House moment? Oh, absolutely. This one's very easy. The first time I visited the Pearl House after we got our girls. So the first time I met our original 20 girls, mm-hmm. um, it's easily my favorite Pearl House memory. Why was it your favorite? What happened? Well, you know, you pull up and first of all, we had, had this dream for about two years and been working and had all kinds of setbacks and all kinds of just doubts that this would ever happen. Well, then in July, we get these 20 girls and then I, I got to go in October and meet them. And it was just so surreal to actually get to see them in person. Of course, they just attacked me and our team. And it was just a really neat moment. It was really, really fun. I have a picture of that it was captured and I didn't get to go on that trip, but I felt like I was there because of that picture. It's really, really precious. Yeah, it's a great picture. I think my favorite pros moment or memory, and um, I think it's probably the first time I went and I remember but first of all, I could not stop the tears flowing. And I think everyone thought I was crazy, crazy woman crying, but I think it was just so surreal to see something that God had spoken. And 
asked us to do and then to see it come to fruition. And so I think my favorite moment was sitting in the room. I remember everyone was circled up to do devotion and we're going around the circle and introducing one another and getting to know each other. And I remember one of the girls, and I think I've shared this before, but I remember one of the girls, she looked at me and she said, why, like, why, why would you come? Like, why would you travel all this way? Why would you come to help us? And I remember just looking at her and the answer was simple. It was because and I did, I, I remember that moment like I was there yesterday and saying, because God told me to. And so I don't know. I think that was just a huge moment for me and to see this sweet little face that God knew long ago would be sitting there and that we never knew, but we just were obedient. And that was probably my favorite moment. Yeah. It's incredible to think back to put yourself in those positions where you were at in a certain place in your life. And I think visiting the Pearl house for the first time, definitely is a top 10 moment in my life. Mm. You know, I think of my other favorite moments is when we got to go together to Pearl house. So some of you or most of you might not know this, but Steve and I, we typically we go once a year, but separately. And so I'll go, you know, kind of maybe toward the more beginning first part of the year, Steve will go toward the end and it works well. We get a lot accomplished, but we don't really get to go together very often, but, but we did get to go together one time. And it was when we went to go dedicate the Pearl house, the building itself. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? I couldn't forget it. <laughs> and do you remember, it might've been the fastest trip to go. We might've spent more time in the plane than we did on ground. Yeah. It was a turnaround trip. It was we were, you're on the plane for 24 hours or so in airports and plane of, of getting there. So 48 hour trip. And we were on the ground for like 48 hours. I think right? we really were. I mean, it was, it was a whirlwind, but also it was so amazing. And I remember going there and dedicating the building and everything is very ceremonial and it was so special. And I remember thinking, do you remember though? Do you remember what I did? Oh, that's why it's memorable. <laughs> yeah. So if you go to Ghana, you'll probably be be asked to share, or it's possible you are. If you're one of the founders, you're certainly going to be asked to share. So Courtney got up to give her dedication speech, which I'm not 100% sure either of us knew that, you know, what point we'd be sharing and for how long and for what. So sometimes it's a little bit of a quick, like, oh, by the way, you're preaching or you're giving the keynote or something like that. And you're like, Oh, okay. So Courtney gets up there and she shares for a while and did a really good job. And then she felt moved by the spirit to break out into song. <laughs> and I think we have video of that and it can be, it can be, it can be yours for a, for a, a special price. Well, like it was this moment that you're standing there and you're looking and you are like, this is, this is a big moment. Like something that God, again, asked us to do. And then here we are standing here on this ground. We have the Pearl House building next to us. We're dedicating it. We have girls that God is transforming their life. We're there together. We're in this moment. It just, it was this powerful moment. And I really like in my heart was like, we are, we are standing on holy ground. I mean, this is holy ground that has been ordained long ago. Here we are standing. So I thought everyone knows that song, holy ground. It's a universal song, but it is not what I learned. It was not. And so I remember busting out in 
the, we are, which I'm not going to sing today for you, but unless there's a lot of requests and then I might circle back around and, and sing it, but it was a very memorable. It was very memorable. We moment. broke out into Pearl house, the musical. <laughs> we did. Uh, we did. We did. Okay. So I have a question for you. I'm going to put yeah. you on the spot. Great. So I feel like you have always had a heart for missions. Like even when you were just starting out as a youth pastor, um, and it was something that God had to work on my heart later to get there. Why do you feel like you've always had a heart for missions? I don't know. Other than um, I know growing up as a kid, I never wanted to be a missionary. And I didn't really necessarily like mission trips because I heard stories of mission trips and they always made people who went on mission trips do really uncomfortable things like walk around the streets and share your faith or go knocking on doors and share your faith. And I was like, I'm certainly not going to do that. And so um, still not actually my favorite thing to do, but um, as I got older, went on a few mission trips, like in college and things like that, I, I enjoyed them. And when I went into student ministry, just from my own experience, I felt like I learned more about myself and my calling and, and how God is equipping me and how God can use me kind of in everyday life from my work on mission trips. So that became a normal part of my student ministry calendar was to take our students to different places and give them different experiences, whether it was urban or uh, international or, you know, building or, you know, more evangelistic or children oriented, just all the different kinds of things you can do on a mission trip uh, mm -hmm. we would do. And just to try to expose students to different things and kind of help help enlighten them to what their gifts might be. So that's why I've always enjoyed mission trips. I didn't intend it to lead to opening up the Pearl House, but that's how that's how God rolls. That's right. Well, and I know we talk about this all the time, but I think too, I think it's really kind of the Lord to speak to my heart first, because we all know that I, I think maybe I would say daily that I, I don't want to go to Africa. I had a lot of fears about Africa and here we are. I think he, he had to speak boldly and loudly mm -hmm. for me to take action. And, and I think it was amazing that your heart was already there. I think you put more insect repellent on than most other people I do did. when we go to Ghana. <laughs> I've relaxed a little bit, but yes, like I bought the, I bought the full, I mean, we're not messing around spray where you spray your clothes and then you let it set and dry. You spray them again, then you spray your body. And then I don't know, I think there's a pill you can take, but that, you know, radiates. You got the, the bracelets on. <laughs> the bracelet, but I never got a bite. I never got a mosquito bite. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it works. It, it, I mean, it changed all the clothing in my, or the colors of my clothing, but I did not get a mosquito bite, but I've relaxed a little bit over the years. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. So, That's good. okay. I'm going to be on the spot again, Steve. Um, so when you go over to Ghana and you see all these precious girls, and now we have 49 girls living at the Pearl house. And when they look at you and they're calling you dad, Steve, I know you, we have two girls here in the U S who call you daddy, but when you go over there and there's also 49 other girls saying, Dada Steve, Dada Steve. Some of them call you Dada Bullet, Dada Steve. What is that like? Can you share with us, those that are listening, like what, what is that like? Yeah, I don't know that I can. It's, it's, um, it's, 
gratifying and terrifying hmm. kind of simultaneously. It's, it's wonderful that they look to me as a father figure. Um, obviously many of them need a father figure and, um, but it's also, it, it also, it, it's weighty, you know, knowing that not only are we responsible here to make sure that they're taken care of, they're properly, the, you know, the program itself is properly funded and um, within legal bounds within the country of Ghana. And, you know, we're always, you know, not doing anything that's going to remove that opportunity from them. So you definitely feel that responsibility that comes with, with that we all understand that, that if you're parents, you feel that. And so just multiply it by 49, I guess. It's really more than that because there's some girls that aren't living at the house that we're responsible for too that have moved on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I think one of my favorite things is this last trip that you went in July and video that was sent to me and pictures that you're sitting in the house and you're playing the guitar, which, hey, fun fact about Steve Buller plays the guitar and sings excellently. And so, he's sitting there and he's playing the guitar and these girls are surrounding him and they're playing worship music. They're singing together. And it really kind of, Oh, it's a tearjerker because there's these girls and they're seeing this godly man as, as a father figure, because some of them, most of them don't have a father and we all, we know they have a heavenly father, but to have a earthly father to set an example of being the feet and hands of Jesus. So I love that might be, if I could circle back around, that might be my favorite moment. Those are good moments. Those are good moments. I look forward to when we can go together again, maybe in 23 for the 10 year anniversary. 10 years. That's coming up. 2023, 10 years. Man. So looking forward, what are your Christmas wishes, if you will, for the coming year for the Pearl House? Ooh, you know, I, I think my... I mean, we all know it's through the Lord and he does the growth and through prayer, but sticking with the theme, my Christmas wishes would be that we will get more girls at the Pearl House. And I love it because I know that God already knows who those girls are. He knows them by name. He knows every single hair on their head. He knows everything about them and he knows who will be in that house. And so my wish is that I get to meet them next year. Um, and so, and also I, the Pearl House Haven. So we are going to share more about this tomorrow at the gala, but I can't wait. That would be my wish that it gets built, that our counseling center begins to be this transformational place and that God is working through to help restore and renew these precious girls' lives. What about you? Kind of similar. I just am excited about our our projects that are coming up next year. And I think the other thing that always excites me is the unknown, because all the things that we've done really since we started were things that were, you know, you you plan, but plans change. And I think it's important to have plans and visions, but I think they set you up to be flexible sometimes too, if you if you handle it right. And so a lot of things we've done are things that we just realized in the last couple of years and God has opened doors. So who knows what land is going to become available and what region and what part of Ghana and what that'll mean. And, and, and if, if God will want us to move forward with that kind of stuff, maybe there's things that we aren't even thinking about 
uh, areas we haven't thought about yet that are going to open up to us and opportunities. And so I'm always excited about that. Whether those will happen, those probably won't happen in 22, but the opportunities may uh, present themselves next year for coming years. So I'm always excited about the unknown too. It's always, it's kind of what makes it's kind of the fun part of this, I guess, in mm-hmm. a way, in terms of the in terms of the back office side of things, which aren't always fun, but the the uh, unpredictability of of what God is going to bring our way is is kind of fun. That's awesome. Well, and I I want to just say again, thank you so much for all those that have just come alongside the Pearl House who have adopted it as their own. I think one of my favorite things is when I hear someone talk about Pearl House and they say like our girls or, you know, we need to do this or let's see what God's going to do with us. And they have that lingo, that language. It just makes my heart full and so thankful for that. So I just want to say thank you again to everyone who's a part of the story. It's really an honor to do this work alongside others. And I'm so thankful that God doesn't put us on an island to do his work, but he calls us to do his work together. So I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, it's. I'll just leave you with this. It's my honor and privilege to share the work of the Pearl House with you. So thank you so much. So everyone is continuing to go and make a difference. I know it's one thing we always say to end our time together. So I'm just going to leave you with this challenge once again. Let's all go now and make a difference. Thank you for listening to Make a Difference Monday. If you would like to learn more about how you can make a difference, visit thepearlhouse.org.